Well, hey, everybody, welcome back to Redefining Hustle, Pursuing Success as a Christian Woman. All this month of October, we've been talking about expanding your expertise through different ways that your message can go further. And in today's episode, we are going to be talking about building a community with an expert who has built a major community of women. And I am really excited to have her here because I am part of her mastermind. She is also one of my coaching clients and she is gifted in building community that benefits others and gives everyone a seat at the table. So please give a warm welcome to my guest, Alisanne Loftus of Leading Lady. Alisanne, so excited to have you here. Tell us a little bit about you and um, and then your journey of building out the Leading Lady community. Oh, goodness. How much time do we have? <laughs> <laughs> so thank you. Thanks for having me here today. I'm truly honored. Um, I love any time with you. So I'm just going to think of this as time with a dear girlfriend and we're just chatting away. So I have been an, a small business owner, entrepreneur for almost two decades, I think. Yeah, two decades. And um, my background is in education. Would you believe it? I started teaching kindergarten. <laughs> so I did not see myself as a business owner or a community builder. But, you know, God called me to do things bigger and um, and I didn't. I didn't steer away from that. So I started my first business when I was pregnant with my daughter and took what I knew as an educator and what I wanted as a mom and started at my own private child care centers. And that, that was definitely a learning experience for me because I was not a business owner. You know, I did not have a business background. I didn't go to college, uh, in bit for business. So I had to learn a lot of things as I went. It was kind of like building the plane while you're learning to fly. And uh, going through the recession of 2008, I really had to make some tough business decisions, went through that and actually came through it, not just surviving, but thriving and ended up expanding and opening another location. And so other childcare providers were reaching out to me and they're saying, Alcyon, how did you do that? How, like, how are you staying profitable in your business? And I realized through all that, that I loved business. Mm. I really love business. I love the numbers. I love learning about the marketing, learning about your clients, your just everything about it. And eventually people from other industries started reaching out to me, Mm. salons, clothing boutiques, um, realtors, (laughs) you know, all these people were reaching out and they're saying, how did you do this with your business? Now, you know me, you know, one of my core values is excellence. And um, so I didn't want people to just take my word for it. I didn't want to just say, oh, well, this is what I did in my business. So I actually went back to school. I went back to school, um, got a degree in leadership administration, then went back to coaching school. I really wanted to know that how I was working with people or the advice that I was telling people was was grounded ethically and um, that I that I was really being helpful to them. So uh, Leading Lady was born in 2016. 
gosh, eight years already. Isn't that wild? <laughs> and um, I, I started working with first large corporations, um, private independent schools. I worked with Anne Arundel County Police, Anne Arundel County Community College, um, a couple local private private schools. And I quickly learned who I didn't want to work with. Mm. You know, and I, I knew that my calling really was specifically working with women, small business owners, women leaders of organizations, um, not so much like a whole, like a corporate. Sure. Group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um, and so it it's really started with just me meeting women in coffee shops and and kind of sharing our challenges that we have. I mean, mind you, when I started my first business, I was I was in my early 20s. I was 21, 22. And people would say, pat me on the head and say, oh, she's so cute and send her off her on her little bed. Like, no one was taking me seriously. Mm-hmm. Go back to playing with crayons and glue. Like you, you, you're so cute for, for starting a business. So um, I really wanted to create a space where women felt validated, mm-hmm. um, where they weren't dismissed, where uh, they could talk about real challenges of, you know, running a business while also raising a family. And mm-hmm. oh, by the way, don't forget there's you got to take care of yourself too, you know, all of these things. And um so we started meeting in local coffee shops and restaurants and um then I created a Facebook group. So so after we were, you know, after our little coffee date, we could keep the conversation going. Aaron, I had no idea that it would explode the way yeah. that it did. <laughs> yeah. No idea. Uh, next thing I knew, like people are just adding their their friends and people they work with to this group. And here we are, 6,500 women mm-hmm. later. Wow. And um, I would say, you know, when I'm on Facebook, that's the group I'm going to. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. I'm checking in there. And not just because it's mine, but because it feels good. You know, yeah. the women are really supportive and uh, connected and it, it just feels like a really safe place. Yeah. 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 One of the things that you said I think is so powerful is that you understood who you didn't want to work with. Mm-hmm. And, and that is so key for us, right? And, and I'm sure that you coach women through that. So why is that so important? I know it's not on the community topic, but yeah. why is it so important that we really identify who's not our person? Oh, for so many reasons. I think number one is just to stand in your authentic gifts. You know, um, I can I can coach a lot of different people. I have coached a lot of different people, and and I'm sure you have too. And and sometimes someone who's not the right client gets in there, and mm-hmm. you don't feel energized. You know that you're not showing up as your best because you're not excited or passionate or. Um, using your, your talents and your strengths, your gifts, um, you're trying to fit what they need instead of stand in what God Mm. blessed you with, you know, it's, um, it's, it's just, it's, I think knowing your ideal client and working with the clients that, that are meant for you. Yeah. And, and this is through my work with you that I, I really learned it. It's when I'm able to show up as my best. Mm, yeah. And um, I think that's that's really powerful. We spend so much of our lives trying to be what other people need us to be. That's right. And um, when we just show up in who we're, we are meant to be, 
the right people will find us. That's right. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for touching in that because that it's just so critical. So you are a community builder. You built leading ladies, but you were also, I don't know the timing of it, but you also were doing some workshops. You offer a masterclass. How did all of that tie together with the community? What, what sort of came first from a chicken and egg perspective? Well, so like I said, we were meeting in coffee shops and it started, you know, anywhere between one to, I think the biggest group we had was 12 women. And then eventually the coffee shop was like, you can't, you can't meet here. You're like, you're, (laughs) you're too big. You're too big. So in 2018, I launched a leadership series. Um, I found a place in Annapolis. I rented it every month and I basically had a workshop a month and there would be anywhere from 30 to 60 women Mm. in attendance. And we would talk on those topics that I found women really just needed a space to to talk about work life balance, um, work finding the right clients, um, stress management, time management, you know, all of these these very key topics that regardless of what industry you're in, being a woman in leadership or in small business, it's it's a topic that you got to talk about. Yeah. So um, I ran those workshops 2018, 2019. And, um, the Facebook group continued to grow because I continued conversations, um, outside of, of the workshops. And, uh, because Facebook, everyone has access to Facebook. It started being like, it wasn't just Annapolis. It started pulling in women from all over the world. So then I was offering, online courses, which transitioned us beautifully into COVID. Right, (laughs) right. 2020, I wasn't hosting any in-person events. Yeah. I was doing a lot more things, you know, online. Um, That's when I launched my podcast. And with the help of of the ambassadors, I think all of us had to learn how to to shift to to an online platform. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, so... You know, I don't believe in coincidences. I think it all kind of needed to happen that way, that I built my roots in my hometown. I built a name for myself here. And then the online platform allowed me to reach, you know, women outside of of my community and build this online community for that. And then in 2021, when we were all itching to get back in together, that's when I purchased my property uh, my own event space. And well, you know how that goes. Now I've got yes. this local networking and education group and um, a beautiful, beautiful co-working and event space where, where women can come together. Yeah. Oh, so, so beautiful. So when you started the community from the perspective of let me give women a place where their voices can be heard, where they can connect with each other. Did you have even in a sparkle in your eye that all of these other things would begin to happen. The, the leadership workshops, the mastermind that you do, the, the ambassador program, et cetera. Did you even fathom that at the time? You know, I'm going to be honest. I think that it was always a dream. And, mm-hmm. and I remember Maureen Porto, she's a, another ambassador. Um, I remember us like doing a photo shoot and she's like, where do you, like, where do you, how do you want to build this? How do you want to grow this? Yeah. My first photo shoot with her. I was so nervous and so awkward, even more awkward than I'm still awkward in front of a camera. But um, 
And I said, you know, someday I would love to have my own space Mm. and my own networking group and my own, you know, but it was like, you know, when you're, you're wishing for something, but you almost don't believe that it would ever happen. Like, I, I know that sounds crazy, but like being like a kid saying for my 10th birthday, I want a unicorn. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, so I think deep down, I knew that this is what I really wanted. I just didn't know exactly how I was going to get there. And I yeah. trusted the process. I yeah. trusted myself. I trusted when opportunities came, I grabbed onto them with both hands. And, um, you know, even with my work with you, sometimes something doesn't make sense to me and we talk about it and I say, well, I just, I just have to trust that this is right leading me where, where I'm meant to go. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That I love it. I love that. And you know, it's, it's really that testament to like, we don't just come up with these wild ideas. Like mm-hmm. many of these ideas are what God gives us. And yeah. so we come from a place of, well, I don't know how it will happen. I just, this is what I see and God will lead me in the right ways. And he's absolutely done that with what you've built. So now how does the community, uh, I have so many questions about the community. How does the community now help connect people how does it provide opportunities for your leading lady ambassadors? Because it has grown far beyond just being a place for people to connect because yeah. it actually is connecting your clients to their ideal clients. Yes. And it took me a while to understand that. Like I felt a lot of pressure running a, an online community isn't something that is easy. It takes a lot of nurturing and, um, you know, really making sure that you uphold the integrity of the mission of why you created a community. I mean, go to any Facebook group that's large and they kind of morph into their own beast. You know, if you don't have someone really moderating it and, and making sure that it's in line with, with the mission, which my mission, it was, to support and empower women, um, to inspire, to give women a place to inspire others. Mm -hmm. Um, But you pull any group of people together with common challenges and it can very easily turn into like a vent fest, (laughs) like everybody just airing their grievances. So uh, I don't want to, I don't want to skip over that. that, that That was incredibly difficult in, in building that. And uh, I think I finally came to a place where I, I said, this isn't, this isn't my community. This is our community. Mm-hmm. And when you can set your ego aside and say, this isn't all about me, this is about the people in this community, uh, it allowed me to share, to share the responsibility, um, to share the I guess the weight, and, and I don't want to say it's weight as in like, it's a burden, but, but it is a weight. It is, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and so the ambassador program, when, when I launched that in 2019 of having ambassadors uh, share their expertise. And let me just say that all of the ambassadors I have personally worked with. 
Mm-hmm. I know them. I have embedded right. them. Uh, you know, I've done the work of, of really searching for the best of the best in each industry um, that the ambassadors represent because again, a core value of mine is excellence. Mm-hmm. And so when I refer someone to work with an ambassador, I trust that that level of excellence is, is that's there. Right. That yeah. they're going to work with my clients exactly how, I mean, I would with the same quality that I would, they're going to, to be heart focused and um, have integrity, and, right. you know, right. care about the person, not the profit. And uh, so that was really important to me. So the ambassadors, as, as our program grew, the ambassadors were able to show up and, and truly support the community. It's not a sales pitch. It's not, oh, hey, do business with all these ambassadors. It's, hey, these are some pretty awesome resources. Mm-hmm. We'll introduce these women to you. And that's, that's really what it's all about is, is just taking the community and providing resources and giving a place where the women don't have to sift through a whole lot of nonsense. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's not to be mean. It's no. just, uh, there's a lot of advertising and marketing yes. of things that are not quality. Yes. Um, they're just yeah. not quality. And so I've done the work for the community. I'm saying you can trust these women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and the ambassadors, you all stepped up, you <laughs> stepped up, you truly provide so much value to the community. Uh, and like I said, it, in a people first, um, approach that yeah. really is about lifting each other up. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things that I really appreciate about your community and from day one, when I started following it and joined the group on Facebook and not really even knowing you personally is that I always sensed that this community was not created to give Alice Ann a place to sell Alice Ann's services. And so many times I think we hear from the gurus to like start your community Mm -hmm. because if you don't have a Facebook group, you know, you're missing out on the opportunity to sell within that group. Mm -hmm. And I know of a few groups that way and it's never, it's never felt like that in your group. I love what you said earlier. It's like removing your ego from it Mm -hmm. that you wanted to create a place for these women. And then out of that grew these opportunities where you could see because of your moderating and your interaction in the group, you know what, they could use a masterclass on this. Mm -hmm. And, And then in creating your ambassador program, which for those of you that you know, want to learn more and connect with Alice Ann, that'll all be in the show notes. But the ambassadors, and I'm one of them, are, are really, you know, this mastermind of experts. Mm-hmm. And like you were saying, giving your community these resources to tap into yeah. versus the community being all about, let me create a place where I can fish. Right. No, yeah. no. You know, I wanted to create a place where we could all eat. So to speak, you know. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's um, and I'm just one person. I'm, right. I'm one person. My expertise lies in my experiences and my perspective. The community is vast and diverse, and the women have so many different needs. There's no possible way I could serve every woman and exactly. what she needs in yeah. that community. Uh, and isn't that like a huge revelation for, yes. for women? I can't do it all. 
I cannot do it all. Right. And we're not meant to do it all. No. And so pulling those ambassadors in and having this place where they can share their expertise and truly be a resource. Everybody eats everyone. Oh, that's beautiful. um, Yeah. I love that. there's, There's just so much, so much richness and goodness there. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about the logistics and sort of pull back the curtain, if you will, on a community. Um, In a minute, I'm going to ask you, like, what are sort of the two or three things that somebody needs to think about before they start a community? But tell me, how do you keep this community from um, melting into the vent fest? How do you really keep it a place that's uplifting and empowering, but also authentic? Because, you know, I know I've posted things and others that that people rally around to, to lift up. How do you do it? How much time does it take you? And what other resources perhaps have you engaged to keep the community running the way you envisioned? Yeah. I feel like this could be like an episode all on its own. Right. And, um, and I know we'll talk about this, but we have a book coming out. Yes. And my chapter, one of my chapters actually breaks down how to do this. Yes. And Uh, if you're interested in building a community. But I think number one is know your mission, Mm. know your mission and, and who, who is the, who is meant to be in this group in in the group, the community that you're growing, Um, know your mission and check in with that mission often, Mm -hmm. often, because as your group grows, people are going to say, I love your group, but if you let us do this right. more, and if you're a people pleaser, or if you're mm. you know, trying to be inclusive, which inclu- inclusivity is so important. And it's also important that it doesn't steer you away from the mission of your group. It's going to be mm. so hard for you to say, uh, yeah, I, I could see how you, that you would love that in the group. That doesn't fit what I'm yeah. trying to do. Yes. And I've had hundreds, probably thousands of I people leave my group because they don't like how I run it. Right. They, um, like a big thing is um, when when members ask for referrals or they ask, you know, I'm looking for a, a plumber and people start listing off all these names of, of Mr. Joe Smith down the road, blah, blah. Yeah, no, I delete those comments and I have to do a gentle reminder. Um, if you're giving a referral, um, please make sure that it's a leading lady member. Mm, yeah. Um, because that's, that's the point of the group is to... <laughs> to lift each other up. You know, how awkward would that be if we were standing in somebody's kitchen and you're a plumber and somebody walked up and said, Hey, does anybody know a plumber? And the woman next to you knows that you're a plumber and says, my friend, Joe Smith down the street is who I would recommend you to. Yeah. So like really going back to what is the purpose of the group and not being afraid to push back when, when, when membership wants to steer you a different direction. Mm. Um, it takes a lot of work. Uh, you have to moderate your group every day, every day you have to check in, you have to read your comments that people are posting on there. You, um, I would, I would suggest at least, um, because it's hard. My, my group's mission is difficult to stick to. Um, I turn, um, 
the post approval on. So mm. no one, I have to review posts before they're they're put on there. You can't do that for comments. So you have to be actively reading comments and conversations in yeah. And anything that doesn't fit, make sure that you have clear guidelines for the group so you can delete it and check why that that comment was deleted. Yeah. Yeah. Um have have support, you know, my ambassadors help with with moderating that. Um, I'll get a message. Hey, Allison, take a look at this this comment. I don't right. know if that fits. Um, they also help with engagement. You know, the ambassadors aren't on there selling, you know, every single post that they do. They are truly a resource. They're sharing um, discussion topics. They're asking questions. They're offering support. And that engagement truly helps um, keep the the community uplifting. Yeah. Um, Celebrate each other. Celebrate Mm. each other. You know, people want to feel validated. They want to feel... um, acknowledged. They want to feel included. So, and I'm not talking about celebrating big things, celebrate the small things, yes. you know, yeah. washing your hair on a Tuesday, whatever. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> like, like let women normalize, um, life that, mm. that, that, you know, it's normalize it and celebrate it. I should yeah. say of that, you know, we're all in it together you know, same storm, different boat. That's right. And, um, <laughs> and just, you know, giving women a, a, a space to, to talk about their wins. Um, and I would say the other key part for my community is we're solution focused. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, there's going to be people who, well, I haven't had it in a long time. So I I don't know if I can even say this. Maybe it's just so much, so ingrained in the culture. We don't really have members that complain. Mm -mm. complain. You don't, you've set it up in such a way that I I, I think without saying it, people come in, they know that they're welcomed. They know Mm -hmm. that they have a seat at the table and they know that you don't entertain victim mentality. I don't. Yeah, I don't. And it's not because I don't have empathy or compassion. It's because, you know, like if you're, if you're going to complain about it, then let's, right. let's look for a solution for it. Absolutely. Because yeah. You are only in control of your attitude and your effort. Nothing right. is happening to you. It's just happening. So how are you going to, to approach it? How are you going to think about it? And what resources do you need to support you through that? Right. And I don't think I've ever explicitly said that anywhere, but. I just, we just don't have complainers. They, they come in and they say, Hey, I'm going through this. This is really hard. What do you think? What should I do? How do I I make this better? And the community just swarms in to lift her up and um, share. Yeah. 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 These are such great points around really the logistics. I am curious why you've chosen to be the hands-on reviewer of the the posts and all of that when you could outsource that. Hmm. Okay. Do you want the nice answer or I want the real and whatever answer. Number one, (laughs) number one is I am meticulously controlling. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Come on, Aaron. You've been my coach for two years. You know, oh, no. no, I want the rest of the world to know. <laughs> Um, well, number one, I think that, that if, if you really want to uphold the integrity and the mission of Mm -hmm. your community, no one knows it better than you. Oh, that's good. No one knows it better than you. And, um, and so if something slips through, you know, I, I take ownership of that. I correct it. I, I rectify it. I reach out to the poster and say, tell her why something's being taken down. Um, I, I carry that and, and I'm okay with that because then I can say, this is, this is my group. That's right. That's right. Yes. Um, number two, I think that it, it really allows me, um, so I'm an introvert and, um, so a lot of these conversations and discussions that go deep, that's, that's my like sweet spot. Like, that's right. Yeah. Like, like, I don't want to talk about the weather, but if you want to pour your soul out to me, I'm your girl. So, yes. um, I feel like I really get to know my, my community because mm-hmm. I'm a person, mm-hmm. you know, um, I don't read the comments as if they are from strangers I read them as if they're from friends. Yeah. And and I think that that allows me to answer with empathy, compassion, um, grace, and uh, love. Yeah. And so, I, you know, those are huge things for me. So um, I like that. I like having that personal touch in there. And um, number three is I think it, it helps me keep a pulse on what the community is really struggling with. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. You know, one of the things that I love about, there's so many things I love about this, that you've chosen to do this because so often we hear like build the community and then bring in administrators and all the things. Mm -hmm. But the reason that you're doing this that allows you to be hands-on and to really know and understand this community of 6,500 women, some mm-hmm. of whom are really active and some who aren't, but that it allows you to work in your sweet spot. Mm-hmm. So often, I, I think the message is outsource everything. Mm. But what I hear in this is keep what's your sweet spot. That yeah. could seem like a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And it is a lot of work. You've said that it's not easy, but because this is the piece that you love, not the, not the administration of it, but the connection of it, mm-hmm. which is why you created the community in the first place. It's the yeah. connection. Yeah. Oh. People are often, they're often surprised when they message the group, you know, cause it, you, you just kind of like send it into the ethos. You're like, right. admin, and they're often surprised when they hear back from me and they're like, right. Wait, what? I'm talking to Alice Ann. Yeah. The person who runs the group. And I'm like, who else would you be talking to? Right. You know, yes. we've been in groups where you ask questions or you post something and oh, then yeah. some random, like, hi, this is Kelly. And I'm speaking on behalf of blah, 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 blah. Right. And, and I'm, I want to, I'm like, wait a minute. Like, oh, I'm in this group and I'm, I don't even get to interact with the person. Like the person doesn't care enough about me to. Yeah to know me as a member. Right. And and maybe that is my ego talking. I don't know, but I want my members to know that they're not just a stranger. Yeah. They're like, I, I truly do care. I care about, about you having to 
pull yourself together. I, I think early on I did a video, my son was having oral surgery and it was like his third one. It was horrible. He knocked his front teeth out and I had to go speak to a large group that day. So my husband had to take him to the surgery. Well, if you've ever had like a child hurt and they're crying and they want mommy and, and I posted on there, I'm like, here I go, right? <laughs> you know, and I knew he was fine. I knew he was with, with a capable parent, a loving parent. Right. But, but that mom guilt, man, that like, yeah. Yeah. And the number of women that reached out sharing like so many times, you know, thank you. Thank you for acknowledging that Yes, hard. Uh, and so I think that if people didn't get to interface with me, it would feel disingenuine. Yeah. Mm, I love that. I love that. So I have two last questions for you. Um, and so, and I want to end with the book. So this is selfishly my question for you. <laughs> what has it meant to have, I mean, you're a coach. Why did you feel like you needed to have a coach? And what has it meant to work with a coach that puts faith forward uh, in the coaching? Mm, can I love bomb you now? Go for it. <laughs> so I, I believe I believe everyone needs a coach. Everyone needs a coach. Everyone needs a therapist. And they're two very different things. Yes, they are. Um, but I, coaches need coaches because I am human first. I, um, you know, I'm a person just like everyone else. And I have my own blocks. I have my own um, blind spots. I have my own gremlins that, you know, that tell me, fill my head with negative mind chatter, um, my own limiting beliefs, my own assumptions. Um, I'm human. Right. And so having the opportunity to work with you, you know, with a coach that doesn't have those, doesn't have my specific blocks of right. Me, yeah. You are able to shine light. You know, I, I often say that, that Coaching is like when it when a child comes and says, "Oh, there's a big scary monster under my bed. I can't, I can't go in my room. I can't, you know." And the coach pulls the the bed <laughs> right. and shines a flashlight on it and says, "Don't be scared. It's just a sock." Right. <laughs> <laughs> so your coach, you, you help shine the light on the things that are that are big and scary for me, and um, that hold me back in some ways. Um, you help me see the blocks that I have and you help me, um, process things from a different perspective. Mm -hmm. You know, I only have my perspective. So getting to work with a coach, getting to work with you helps me zoom out. And yeah. I think that's incredibly important. Yeah. I also knew that something was missing in my business and, um, and I knew that that was my spirituality. I'm a deeply spiritual person, um, had a lot of church hurt, a lot of shame, a lot of guilt and, um, working with someone who understood those, those challenges for me and, and was, you were able to guide me with love and compassion, um, and trust mm -hmm. to, to go to a very vulnerable, I mean, spirituality is so so intimate. It's yes. so intimate. There is yeah. no relationship more intimate than the relationship you have with God. Mm. And um, so being able to work with someone that you love and you trust, and yes, you can love your coach. I do love you. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but to have someone walk with you on such an intimate journey 
Um, and it was truly important to me to bring God and my spirituality into the work that I do because mm. I couldn't do the work that I do without that's right him. So yeah. uh, it's that was that was so important. So I found the right coach to help me mm. with that very specific hole that I had, that very specific block that I had. And um, did I answer those questions? That was. I'm humbled. Thank you for thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Working, working with you has changed my life. Aww. Changed my life. So thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Uh, tell us about the book. <laughs> so first, let me say, Allison does have a book that she published in 2022. Yes. 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 Take the lead. Yes. Yes. I feel like that was forever. Uh, take the lead. You want to go read it. It's very vulnerable. It is real. It is so beautiful. And she is the lead author in a compilation about being women leaders. So tell us about We Lead. Oh, my goodness. Again, I feel like we wrapped up like three episodes in this live today. <laughs> So um, we lead, yes, it's a compilation. Uh, the ambassadors each contributed their chapter, their story. Um, it is a beautiful book and uh, has been a, a long time coming yeah. in that, you know, I wasn't sure it was going to make it out into the world and it, here it is. It's going to be out in just a couple of weeks. And it's really just a look at each ambassador and her story. And she shares uh, a strategy in, in her chapter of how she did something in her business or how you might be able to apply it to your business or your life. And, um, but it's not just business. And that's, what's really beautiful about this book is that any woman reading it, any person reading it will be able to take the tools and the strategies and apply it either personally or professionally, um, no matter where you are. You don't even have to be a business owner. It's, right. um, you know, each chapter is so rich and vulnerable and um, heartfelt. I think that everyone who reads it is going to have some pretty major takeaways from mm, it. Yeah. Yeah. And so it, it's been so much fun doing this project with you all. And I'm just excited to have it out there in the world. And like I said, my chapter, one of my chapters is about building community. So if you're thinking about building a community, um, I, I share how I built Leading Ladies and kind of what the, the key pillars are um, to, to create a successful uh, community online or offline. Wonderful. Yes. Yay. This is so good. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So watch out for that book. I put the link there. If anybody wants to be part of the launch team, we're doing that right now. So you want to get on that today. So Alison, tell us where people can find you. Where do you like to hang out? Um, I like to hang out at home. <laughs> <laughs> but don't go to her house. We're not you giving you my house. <laughs> um, no, you can find me on Facebook. Uh, you can join the leading ladies with Alison Loftus private community. Um, you do have to request to join, but we'd love to have you. And um, I spend a lot of time on Instagram too. So you can find me there if you like to see kind of behind the scenes stuff and um, just what's going on in my world. I tend to spend most of my time there. Um, but, but really just go to my website, book a call with me. If you just want to chat, just want to say hello. 
<laughs> do it. To do that too. Yeah. Wonderful. And, uh, but I'm just, I'm pretty easy to find. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for this conversation today. I know we covered a lot. I know we went a little bit longer audience than we normally do, but these pieces about community are so important. And thank you for being just real to tell us like the ins and outs and, you know, the things that are hard and that sort of thing. Um, because, you know, we don't have time for the sugar coating and chasing the squirrels. Like we yeah. need to know what is this really going to take and why, why is it useful? So thanks for being my guest today. Thank you. Absolutely. Okay, guys. Well, remember that God made you ambitious, but he did not make you to do business as usual. And until next time, I pray for and encourage you to tune out the world, tune into God's truth, and turn up focus as you build your thriving kingdom business. I'll see you on the next episode. Hey, my high achieving sister in Christ. I know that you have an established business and you've achieved six figures or higher in revenue and you're ready to refine and scale. And right now you're swimming in opportunities, overflowing with ideas and excited about the possibilities. But you're also overwhelmed thinking, how can I set a strategy when I'm in a productivity fog and I don't have time to waste on things that don't align to the vision and mission that God's given me? My client, Jen, felt this same way. Enter my focused and fruitful strategy day. With a full day of private coaching with me and my strategic mapping zone of genius, you'll be nourished with good food in a tranquil environment and celebrated at the end of the day, all in the beauty of my location in Chesapeake Beach, Maryland, or in your location. Jen said, my strategy day with Erin was just what I needed. She helped me look at my current services, dream about the future, and create a plan to grow and scale. Her giftedness as a faithful visionary with an understanding of day-to-day -day tactical tasks, along with financial projections and goals, is a magical combination that I've never seen before, especially from a firm foundation in faith. If you are ready to bring calm to the chaos before 2024 gets here and you're ready to tame the tornado and silence the squirrels, visit erinharrigan.com slash strategy day to schedule your day with me. No squirrels were harmed in the making of this message or the delivery of the strategy day. Thanks for tuning in to Redefining Hustle, Pursuing Success as a Christian Woman this week. I pray this show brings you value as an ambitious woman in business. Remember to check the show notes for my free resources and other helpful links. If this episode spoke to you, take a screenshot, share it with a friend, or share it on social media and tag me. I'm praying for you, friend, that you'll experience the joy of learning to redefine hustle as you pursue success so your business produces much fruit and impacts his kingdom in greater ways than you could ever imagine. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app.